welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Thanks for joining me for a new video. This one came by request. I think it was somebody in one of my uh, Facebook groups that asked, hey, Ryan, can you do a video showing some of the best distressed fonts for us to use in our print-on-demand designs? And I also don't make it any secret that I sell, like on a regular daily basis, text-only designs, often using distressed fonts. I've also done a tutorial on YouTube probably like a year and a half ago maybe, uh, where I showed how you can take a non-distressed font like Impact. You know, Impact is a big, bold font, and I always recommend making your uh, text on your designs, if you use text, easy to read from the thumbnail, so bigger, bolder, easier to read. Uh, how to distress those fonts, even if they don't come distressed by default. But the ones I'm going to show you in this video are all going to be distressed by default, which means less work for you, which I'm always a big fan of. So if you're ready, let's get started. Real quick, just wanted to remind you, I run a weekly print-on-demand giveaway. It is completely free to enter. You can use the top link in the description to do so if you haven't already. This week, it is sponsored by Merch Titans Automation for upload automation to various print-on-demand platforms, Merch Ninja for niche research. Uh, I use that in my top five niches of the week video that I do on Sundays, and All Sunsets Premium Sunset Graphics that sell extremely well on various print-on-demand products. I mean, I've been moving a lot of products, uh, T-shirts specifically, uh, using those graphics. Uh, about half, roughly half of the designs I've been selling lately have been using All Sunsets. So completely free to enter, link in the description. Right next to that link, I have a link for a free Amazon Merch seven-day course. If you're new to Amazon Merch, this is gonna be especially beneficial. And again, all I need is your email address and then I email you one lesson a day, so take advantage. And right next to that, I've got an Amazon Merch Facebook community. If you would like to join and learn together, make it a collaborative effort, uh, I'd love to have you. Now, the first thing I did was I went to Google and I typed in distressed fonts, but let me just tell a quick side story. So if you're looking for something specific, this is probably what you would do, you can go to Google. But if you are just looking for maybe general fonts that you don't wanna look up licenses to use because each font you do have to confirm whether you have the, um, you know, there's various licenses. Typically, it'll be split into like personal use, versus commercial use um, it can get a little bit more granular than that but I just wanted to recommend you can go to google.com forward slash fonts and you can access a massive open source free to use personal commercial library of fonts and also by the way I mean any web developers watching this you already know that like we can also import fonts from Google they'll host it for us and use it in our websites which is really nice if you want to use a uh, non-standard font so I've been doing that for you know a long time but one of the first things I do whenever I have like a new computer is I go here and I download all the fonts and I just install them into my machine. Alternatively, uh, Adobe used to have something called Typekit. It appears that they have rebranded it as Adobe Fonts, which makes a lot of sense. And uh, the only difference is with Typekit or slash Adobe Fonts, you have to pay monthly to use it. So, um, you know, that's just the big two that came to mind. Also, I guess in third would be Creative Fabrica. They have a massive font library. And you can either like pay for a specific font that you want to use or, well, and also some of them are free, by the way, they do have a free fonts, um, section, but you can also pay. It says all fonts only $19. I think I saw that it was more expensive than that though. I don't know if they have a tiered system. I personally don't pay for the font license. So 
uh, just wanted to put it out there though. Creative Fabrica does have a massive, looks like they say 43,900 fonts that you can um, gain access to with your subscription. So just wanted to put that out there. But what I ended up doing was I typed in distressed fonts in Google, came to 1001fonts.com. And while this font that's in this screenshot is not distressed, this was the first one that popped up. So I'm not saying that I would use it for this video. I just wanted to point something out that is uh, pretty important. And that is that above my head here with that green dollar sign, it says anytime that you see the green dollar tag, that that font is free for commercial use. So if you're going to use fonts from websites like 1001fonts.com, not every website has the little green tag. They might have their own way of um, letting you know that you can use it for commercial use. Either way, just make sure that you're looking and paying attention to that. So as far as 1001 fonts, uh, which does rank well on Google. So if you type something in plus the word fonts, chances are you'll see a link. Um, just make sure you pay attention to that. All right, so as far as the best distressed fonts go for print on demand, I did some research. Obviously, I have my personal favorites, but I also went and just kind of looked for some additional ones to try to find some new ones that I hadn't seen before. And I liked this one. Uh, it has a weird name though. It says VTKS Poster. It looks like VTK is uh, based on the author's last name, but this is just a cool looking distressed font with um, a, looks like a little bit of a mix between kind of a lot of vertical distressing in certain letters and then also some um, thicker uh, distressed effects, which by the way, if you catch my video on how to distress fonts and graphics, um, this will make sense as to why he probably has multiple different um, grunge patterns that he's using when he did the initial distressing of this font family. And that's why you get that kind of blend of the uh, various styles. But I do like this one. It's free for personal use and you have to pay for commercial use. And by the way, I didn't put links to these because I looked at a bunch of different websites and I just felt like it would be super inconsistent. So you can just go to Google and find these. Um, I can put the names of the fonts in the in the description if you want. All right, the next one, DH Bank Gothic Bold Condensed Distressed. <laughs> so the real font, the parent is uh, DH Bank Gothic, and then the rest are just um, variations in the font. But I like this one. Obviously, I'm going to like the ones that are like bold, and typically I like the condensed too, but you can condense your uh, font in Photoshop, in Canva, in Photopea, whatever you use. You can always bring the spacing of the letters um, closer together. It's actually, you know... I'm always tying things back to being a web developer. I know nobody cares, but it was interesting when I first found out that you can actually do that with CSS, meaning you can do this on a website just by like using something that controls aesthetics of the page. You can do it uh, programmatically. So I thought that was interesting, uh, but I really like the way this font looks. I like the way uh, that the distressed pattern is consistent on all the letters. It looks like it's kind of concentrated in the central portions of the thicker letters. So the outer parts are going to contrast better against anything uh, that it's lined up against. In this case, I've got a white background and black text, and I think it's easy to read. Uh, that's one of the benefits of not letting the distressed effect kind of reach the edges of the letters. Otherwise, it may kind of blend in and look a little bit less um, lower quality, I'd say. All right, this one's called Modern Love Grunge. And the distressed effect looks very similar, actually, to the previous one but a little bit more concentrated, so less spread through the letters. And this is actually, I mean, for the people that author these fonts, like I'm pretty sure I confirmed on this one specifically, but I think this is true about most of the fonts I'm going to show you, that they have non-distressed versions 
of this font contained in the font pack that you get should you buy them. So I tried to put the pricing, by the way. So this one, DH Bank Gothic Bold, or DH Bank Gothic, is going to run you $20 for a commercial license. The Modern Love Grunge is going to run you, well, it looks like it's on sale from $39 down to $13.65, so that's pretty good. And again, you get a lot of variations of the fonts when typically, like I know in this one, you get a non-distressed version if you chose to use it. So if you're on the market for one that has a little bit of like a playful vibe, it's not just a consistently thick kind of formulaic uh, layout of the letters, then modern love grunge might be a good option. All right, and this is called Zing Rust, or maybe it's even called Zing Rust Line. I don't remember exactly, but Zing Rust. And I really liked this one. There was a lot of variations of this one. I might have actually put two slides. No, I didn't. Um, this one was really cool looking. I like that it's uh, a little bit of like italicized. It's got that little slant to it. So I don't know. You might want to use this with designs that have some sort of, to me, it just feels like action oriented. You know, like this reminds me of, I don't know, somebody like running for some reason. <laughs> I think it's because of the uh, italicizing of the, the uh, lettering. So I'm a big fan of this one. And I even like the one down here. I mean, it's not that often that I use a um, font or try to add that effect where it's got kind of the, what do I call that? It looks a little bit 3D, but uh, it's just kind of like a text shadow, basically. I don't use that very often in print on demand, whereas I use it all the time in websites and in like YouTube thumbnails, things like that. Uh, but this one I think could work. Like if you put that on a t-shirt, it looks like it would be um, like no issues because it's not a true text shadow. Or if you want to call it that it is, um, the way it's the thickness of the stroke is is good. There's not like an opacity issue or anything. All right, next, Pantin Rust. And again, I chose the heavy and the bold <laughs> variations of it. Because again, you know I like the big, the bold. Uh, one thing I say that's kind of, I'm not a big fan of of these is that it is not very tall. And I like my fonts to be tall. I don't like them to seem square-ish when I'm using them on print-on-demand designs, at least in the vast majority of the cases. So sometimes what I'll do is like kind of manipulately edit it and stretch it vertically. I typically don't want to go overboard doing that, but... If I was going to use this font in a uh, print-on-demand design, I'm sure I'd be doing that probably 75% of the time. All right, and then my big three, the three, um, three, it might, it might be two actually. I'm trying to think, like, was it three or two? Uh, but anyways, these are, are the ones I can't live without that I use most often. So Edmund font, and it comes with multiple font files. They're not all distressed, but there is a variant called Edmund Texture, it's one of my all-time favorites, and it'll run you, it looks like $18. I think this is, uh, I took that price from Creative Fabrica, which is typically a go-to spot for these fonts. So commercial license, 18 bucks, but money well spent. You'll make that back. And Gagolin, this is a big one. Uh, this is one that, shout out to Dominic of uh, Baddie's Passive Income. He's the one that really kind of put this on my radar. I had seen it before, but I really wasn't utilizing it to the extent that I do today. And he's like, hey, man, like the Gagolin font's working really well for me. And they got it for free on Canva. So, and then I looked it up and you can still grab it for free, I think on Creative Fabrica as well. So check out Gagolin. It's not like an overly, like the, the distressed effect does not go overboard. It's kind of subtle, but it's also one of these fonts that just, I mean, I've used it on print on demand shirts. I've used it on YouTube thumbnails. Um, I'm thinking of some of the, some of the designs I've used this for uh, t-shirts and you can get away with like, basic text only designs using a font like this because it's big it's bold it's easy to read it's got the 
I don't know why, but the distressed effect to me just feels like it, or I keep calling it distressed, grunge, worn, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it just seems to be a popular option. You know, it sells like if you sell, you can, you know, you're welcome to do it. You can do a distressed version, a non-distressed version and list multiple of the same exact design. Just switch the font choice and see what works. See what your, um, you know, the best validation is a sale. So see what sells. All right, and that's it for this video. Just wanted to let you know, I do have a full Amazon merch course. If anybody recently got in, you get the most value the earlier you join. It's a full knowledge transfer of how I went from tier 10 to tier 100,000. Um, if you wanna contact me with any questions, you can always feel free to do so. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you haven't already and you wanna hit that like button, it would be much appreciated. And if you're not subscribed and you wanna hit that subscribe button, that would also be awesome. By the way, again, this video came by request, so if you have ideas for videos in the future, drop me a comment below or hit me up on Facebook in the Facebook groups or shoot me an email, whatever works for you. All right, guys, thanks. Have a good one. See you tomorrow.